welcome back to the track talk podcast i'm morgan and i'm taylor and this past weekend formula one was in barcelona for the spanish grand prix and it was 66 laps of excitement as usual in formula one and you know let's just dive into it what's going on you know last year's winner was max verstappen and of course this year's winner was max verstappen as well yes yeah max verstappen completely dominated this race too again and it was it's really crazy to see how red bull has won every single race this season so far that is incredibly impressive and just the fact that like even like this past race like max verstappen won by a a 24 second lead like that's crazy it's the best start they've had to a season ever and you know i think they could just keep it going you know i mean nothing's stopping them like even with the cost cap stuff they're just in a league of their own right now like even with we saw with mercedes this weekend they were looking really strong they couldn't even challenge red bull yeah no there's still it was still that and even toto was saying after the race like there's still that gap of 24 seconds of that Mm. 24 second lead that's that's huge and to be able to it's going to take a lot of work to be able to close that gap to red bull which i which obviously is i believe mercedes goal it definitely is and you know yeah he did say you know we're up on the podium you know that mercedes got second and third this weekend we're up there but it's still not where we would want to be yeah they want to be they want to be winning exactly and like same with every every other team as well like so yeah we've started to see mercedes slowly come back into form you know since 2022 was a whole mess for them and you know mm-hmm. It's finally looking up for them, yeah. as we can see, but they they still need to make things work. And we saw, you know, they brought upgrades, and those upgrades were working. Yeah. And, you know, there's a big difference with teams who have upgrades at work and those who don't. You know, we see the, the good side with Mercedes, but we also see the bad side with Ferrari. Yeah, a lot of teams brought upgrades to Monaco, but bec- or they were supposed to be highlighted in Imola. But because Imola got canceled, the next race was Monaco, and that's a street circuit. So it was really hard to see those upgrades really in action because Monaco, again, is so tight. Um, the tight corners and everything in a street circuit. And so in Barcelona, that was like the first time a uh, traditional track, you know, like not a street circuit. So they were able to see really see how those upgrades like perform on track. Like if like see what things are working, see what things need to be improved. And obviously it was really telling this race is really telling like obviously with how we said mercedes double podium really strong finishes for them and we also saw on the other side ferrari yeah it was it was disappointing to see as a ferrari Mm -hmm. fan um it's not been the greatest start of the season for charles no i mean you saw you saw the difference between the teammates okay charles was having problems all weekend but carlos seemed to be up there within the top five and you know he was he was looking like he had pace with the car. Yeah, Carlos Carlos did qualify P2. Yeah, and he he Charles kept complaining about, you know, the rear, the suspension and you know, they look back at the data and you know, cuz he qualified P19 first time yeah. out in Q1 since Monaco 2019. That's crazy. Like what? I was I was I was, I was shocked. beyond shocked. Like I was, I was so shocked. Like to see a Ferrari out in Q1 that's terrible that's 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 not that's 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 a terrifying feeling that is not okay no no definitely not and you know they they look back through that data and try to figure out what's going on with the car they didn't really find much yeah no i i don't they didn't really find much and you know 
they they replaced a whole bunch of parts on his car and you know they because doing so they had to start from the pit lane which yep. was expected really because they're so sense. far down yeah by the time yeah yeah so they they replaced a bunch of parts and you know even during the race he he was making up some places like he was he was doing better. He did say the car felt better than it did in qualifying. Yeah. Qualifying, I don't even know. It was I don't know it was what happened. all over the place. It that was not it did not look like a good car to drive and it was definitely hard for him. There's definitely some major issues. Yeah, for sure. But like again, it was so interesting because Carlos was doing so well yeah. in qualifying. So with what being did able they... to be on the front row. Exactly. And on the other end, Charles qualifying P nineteen. So like, I don't understand like yeah, what did they yeah. do setup wise differently on each car? Because I think they did they did say Carlos initially had the the update the the new the new the new um the new upgrades, update, yeah. upgrades and Charles did it, but then the team was working in Marinello like really really hard and to be able to get those upgrades ready for this race and they did do it yeah. and you know there's something something missing there. Yeah, there's just something that. Needs to be looked at. I mean, like, this race, they got, like, they gathered a lot of data. Like, they know, I think, hopefully how to fix it. Hopefully. Or I mean, to start going in the right direction or to bring more upgrades you know, to the future races. Yeah, because Charles has won podium this season, and it's... He, he's not here to, like, just mess around. He's he's no, here to become yeah. a world champion, and Ferrari isn't doing that for him. And yeah. it's you could tell how painful it is for him, because this is his team. This is the team he's dreamed of being with, yeah. dreamed of becoming world champion with. Mm-hmm. So what does this lead him to do? Does, does he just hope that they'll fix the car and make it better to be a 2024 challenger for the title? Or does he go to a different know. team? Oh, I don't think he'll leave Ferrari. I don't either, but... It's it's just something that goes on. In I my think head, I think like he it. still has hope for Ferrari, and I think like again, it's early in the season. But this is only like but this is t- this is round eight, but we only had seven races. Yeah. So I mean, twenty three race calendar. It it a is a long happen. way to go. I mean, don't forget about the Bahrain curse. Yeah, either. I know we keep talking <laughs> about the Bahrain curse. I don't know. I don't know if it will happen, but who knows? I mean, yeah, anything can happen, really. But you know, right now they. There's hope to turn it around. There's, it, there's hope. hope. But with the start of the season Charles has had, it's it's so sad. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's It just keeps following him, this bad luck, and he doesn't deserve it. I mean, he's, he's such a great driver, but he just doesn't have the car to really showcase that a lot with, especially with the result this season. Yeah. This past week, no points. And, yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah, and even we saw... Carlos start P P two and he did drop back to P five. Yes, he did end P five. So he didn't end up getting on that podium, which is disappointing too. Yeah, he hasn't had a podium all season yet. No, Carlos, he I thought he has. Oh, I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we did see a very mixed grid for qualifying. You know, with you know Leclerc out in Q one, yeah. and you know, I believe we had seven different constructors teams in the top ten. Yes, we did. That's and, crazy. You know, we even saw Perez qualify P15. Yeah. Or, Alan, yeah, yeah, Alan Q2. Again, another another kind of tough race for him. It just wasn't... It didn't have that pace with, you know, lap by lap. And yeah. it was... He was definitely struggling and not... That's not where he wants to be. No, that's not that's where he should be in a Red that's Bull. That's definitely concerning for Red Bull. You look at... You look at 
Verstappen versus Perez. And obviously, you know, Verstappen's been in Red Bull his whole career, basically. And he, he's just more catered to the car. He's such a talented driver. And he's just he's just knocking it out of the park right now. And Perez, he's just a little bit, a little step behind. Yeah, I don't know. I, f- I feel like he, Perez has been really strong this season. Yeah, I mean, he did get P4 in yeah. the end. But Which, that, that is good recovery. It is good. But I, I, I do give credit to him. He was catching Russell towards the end. I yeah. think if he had, like, three more laps, he, he would have gotten, gotten him. him. He would have got that podium. But even with that, how fast that Red Bull is, he couldn't catch up to Russell. Yeah. Which is concerning. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, there's a lot of other factors that go into that. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's mixed to see from Perez and, you know, it's it'll turn around for him. I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily... I mean, I don't know. He's he's not really in contention right now for the championship. I mean, he's he's quite a bit behind. Yeah. But, you know, as you said, it's a long season. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still somewhat early and yeah. you know, there's still time for him to turn it around, but you know, Max is just Max is just in another league right now. Yeah, and then also with Red Bull, they're going to want to see both cars yeah. maximizing everything, you yeah. know. And you could see, like, earlier this season with all those one-twos. And I'm sure Christian wants to get back to mm-hmm. that He definitely well. does. And, you know, another another cool, funny thing that happened during the race with Max, you know, he was so far ahead and he kept going off the track. Yeah. Track limits. He kept getting warnings about that. Eventually, black and white flag. And, and <laughs> it was so funny on the radio because he was like, Oh, okay. And well, he didn't really know he's going off the limits. And then they're like, "Don't do the fastest lap because we just want to keep it between the lines." Yeah, like just bring it home. Just, just bring, bring it home. It home. Like, we don't we need don't a penalty. Need penalty yeah. Even though we're twenty four seconds ahead of everyone, yeah. we don't need that. We we don't we don't. And you know, he still he went for the fastest lap. He got it. Mm-hmm. And and then they're like, "Okay, just bring it home between the white lines, yeah. please, <laughs> please." And you know, it's just that he. He can just do that one lap, no mistakes, and still pull out the fastest lap. And, you know, it was so funny just just listening to that and him being like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do it, whatever. Um, but, yeah, he, he just wasn't slowing down whatsoever. I mean, even with that big gap he had, he had a full pit stop ahead yeah. of everyone. And he still would have been, like, five seconds ahead. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was definitely another dominant race from... Red Bull and you know Mercedes they're they're getting back on top of it and even r- with Russell qualifying P12 making it on the podium yeah. that was great that's, strategy that's yeah. and you know great driving from mm-hmm. Russell definitely different from what we see with Leclerc qualifying so low and only making it to P11 yeah, even it, with the Yuki's penalty yeah and you know the thing about like it's kind of off topic but the thing I love about this track, and like especially about this race, the amount of overtakes. Oh yeah. The amount of great. like grids, like swapping positions, like the amount of battles back and forth. Like I love to see that, and like you don't want to see a race with no action. You know, exactly. that's, that's not what Formula One is. Formula One is all about action, and the drivers just showcasing their abilities, mm-hmm. and which is really incredible to me. So I. I really loved this race. I loved watching it. Like, there wasn't a There's moment a that I was really bored. Like, I'm, I'm never really bored watching F1. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we even saw that into turn one. Yeah. Uh, first lap of the race, Max and Carlos. Carlos was coming mm-hmm. at him. And, you know, I love turn one of this circuit. Yes. It's just, 
it, it's a really good overtaking spot. And it's too. really good. Yeah, and it shows that's honestly where most people overtake because you know it's yeah. on the straight. You got DRS mm-hmm. and stuff, but it was it was good to see that first lap that Max was actually fighting with somebody. Yeah, and he wasn't just taking off and leaving everybody. You mm-hmm. know, straight. There was a little bit of battle that Max had to do. There definitely was, and it was it was. It was really great to see. Yeah. You know, I I do like this track, too. It's a great overtaking track. But, you know, speaking of first lap, we did see uh, Lando Norris. He qualified P3. P3. That was really really incredible for McLaren. I'm so happy for them that they just had really good pace during qualifying. They did. And, like, making both cars into Q3, uh, Piastri qualified P10, but with... um, Gasly's penalty, yes. he moved up to P9. He did. And with Lando and P3, that's, those were really good, strong quality results. It was so promising to see him back yeah. up in the top three, where we've seen him in the past, mm-hmm. and, you know, it all just went to shambles, first yeah. lap. Um, he he made contact with uh, Lewis Hamilton, yep. lost part of his front wing, and immediately just tumbled down yeah. the order. He had to go into the pits, change his front wing. Lost so much time. So much was time. in 20th for a long time. A because, long time. Because, you know, in the first couple laps, the cars are following each other so closely mm-hmm. that if you have to pit early on, you're going to lose so much time yeah, because the, the, the be grid is all down. bunched up. Like, they're not spread out. Like, the 24 second leads or exactly. anything like that like they're all really close and that's why it was so hard for lando pitting on that first that lap to, to get back with the grid it was it was so disappointing to see and you know he was definitely not a fan of that either i would not be as well and you know in the end he he was only p17 in that race yeah. and both McLarens didn't score any points. Piastri was P13. And so unfortunately a race for McLaren to forget. Definitely. Uh yeah, it was hopeful in the beginning. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> like, oh maybe Lando will get a podium exactly. win or something yeah. like that. Like maybe this is like the turnaround for maybe McLaren. Maybe it's finally Lando's turn hope. to win. Yes. Where is it, guys? <laughs> I'm I'm hoping it comes this sometime this season, but McLaren is just not it's not looking good, guys. But you know, there's hope for them. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully you can uh, yeah, get some I, I, I believe there's there's hope. There's hope. He's he's a great driver. He <laughs> yeah, can get definitely. it done. And, you know, it's just a matter of time at this point. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. And, like, also just finding the right balance with the car, the right... Gotta get into that groove, you know? Exactly. And, yeah, you know, you know we saw... Speaking of people, like, dropping places, Gasly did get a penalty in qualifying for impeding... Verstappen and Sainz. So yeah. he received three grid penalties for each one. So yeah, he so ended up with six. And he qualified P4. 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 And then he get dropped down to 10th. P- P10, yeah. So that, that, was, was, really, that was really sad. It was so disappointing. And, and especially like after... so strong. Yeah, especially after like Alpine's podium with Ocon and Monaco. Like that was so promising. Like maybe Gasly could be on the podium this this um it really past race, was. but unfortunately it, with that penalty, happen. that the penalty is. I mean, it's harsh, but it's the rules. He did impede. Him. He did impede, and that's and it was two cars. And usually, if you impede one car, it's three three, three places. So I, it makes sense. It just from go to from going to P four to P ten. That's a huge that's difference. Huge. And that, I I he was probably crushed by that. Yeah, definitely, and. Um, his teammate, Esteban Ocon, yep. he qualified P7, but he moved up to P6. Yep. That was really strong. Yeah. Both Alpines into Q3, 
really great to see from them. Definitely. They've definitely made so much improvement. And, you know, it's been really great to see, you know, Esteban, he was in, he was P3 in Monaco. And, you know, he's praising the team. So many great things have been going on. And it's good to see Alpine back on track. You know, they haven't had, you know, they have had Gasly as their new driver. Yeah. And, you know, he's putting in results too. He really is. And, yeah. you know, even that, even with the penalty, you know, he did knock out P4. Mm-hmm. And, um, and both both cars ended up scoring points in the race with Ocon in yeah. P eight and Gasly moving up to P ten after Sonoda's penalty. Exactly. So double point finish which for is good. Yeah. Alpine, which was looking really strong. But we've got to talk about Aston Martin. Yes. We didn't see Aston Martin in the top three this weekend. Yeah, no. Fernando I was, Alonso. There was a lot of issues with Fernando's car. We thought it would be and number 33 know, this weekend. I know. Everything was pointing to it, but unfortunately, it the just didn't work out that right. You know, it was his home race, too. Um, but he, Fernando got floor damage in the beginning of qualifying. Mm-hmm. And this, so that kind of messed him up for qualifying. But he did manage to get into Q3, which is good. Yes, he qualified P9. Yeah. P8, technically. Uh, P8 with, with the, the penalty. Yeah. <laughs> with the penalty, but... Uh, um, but, yeah... You know, that was surprising to see. Yeah. But, you know, Lance Stroll, he outqualified Fernando for the first time yeah. this season. But in P5. Yes. P6 that's, originally, that's good, but, yeah. P5 but P5 with after the penalty. penalty yeah. um, so, really strong from Stroll, yeah. who had problems mm-hmm. last weekend. And, you know, yeah. it was it was good to see Lance up there, too. Yeah. But, um, in the end, like, both cars brought it home in the points, which is yeah, good. Yeah, six and seven. And even, like, the thing I loved about this race also was... Fernando's Fernando like during the end of the race, Fernando was behind Lance Stroll, and there was like I think like two seconds like last, or like a second, yeah. Like they were like really close, and I was like, oh, like are there gonna be team orders? Like what's gonna happen? But Fernando came on the radio and he's like, guys, tell tell Lance not to worry. Like I'm not gonna pass him, and I thought that was such good like sportsmanship and team yes. and team like good teammates you know like yes. that's really good and like a lot of like the reporters after were like this is not the fernando we know the fernando <laughs> no, we know like would always go for it and stuff like that but like i feel like he's really being a team player and like at that point there was no way to catch up to um to the car in front of lance so it just made sense yeah, to sorry. stay where they are and just to bring it home and they still got Decent points for the team. A, a double points finish, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Fernando said, you know, it's P6 and 7. Yeah. Whether I'm 6th or 7th, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. It's the same points that go to the team. Yeah. So he's really he's really thinking about the team. Yeah, he's really being a team player, Not which is really himself. good. Yeah. And, you know, good to see. And he said, this is the last race that we do not have a podium. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's keep it that way, Fernando. So the Aston Martin hype train has not gone off no, yet. No, no, no. It is still completely there. It is still there. And, you know, that 33rd is it's just a matter of it's, time. Yeah, exactly. It's a matter of time. Like, it, we'll it'll just be have the to day see. where yeah. the signs don't align. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how it'll be. But, you know, good, mm. decent result for Aston Martin. But that did result in Mercedes passing them in the World Championships yes, because of the double podium. Um, yeah, but the fight will definitely be on between Aston Martin Definitely. and Mercedes, mm-hmm. no doubt about it, yeah. with the next races, because, you know, they both have strong cars, especially with Mercedes upgrades. Definitely. And, you know, Aston Martin's just been strong yeah. all year, mm-hmm. and, 
you know, it'll be good to see what happens with that. Another good talking point, Joe P9 yeah. in the race results and getting his second points finish of this season. Yeah, really good to see that Alfa Romeo back in the points. You know, they've like they've struggled a little bit. They have. They have been I think I think they've been a little bit on the back foot, but it was really good to see him get those two points for the team. Yeah, and even looking at his teammate Valtteri, he mm-hmm. was P19. And yep. you know, there's it's it's tough to see. Yeah. You know, especially with a driver like Valtteri. He like, has tons he knows of experience. how to like, drive. He knows, yeah. Like he knows how to win. Yeah. And you know, it's it's tough to see with this car. You can definitely with with Valtteri being at Alpha, you can definitely tell how much a driver is so important to be in a certain car, how much important the car is to helping a driver showcase their capabilities. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's tough to see from them. Yeah. But you know, it's it's a slow process, and yeah. you know they're gonna they're gonna be converted to Audi, and mm-hmm. you know things are gonna be looking up for them, and it's just a matter yeah. of time that they start scoring some more points. And this was a good pr- step right now. Yeah, and I'm also sure like they will bring upgrades in the future to future races, and let's just see how that will plan pan out as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. And you know, speaking of Joe, he did have a little bit of a fight with yuki sonoda which resulted in yuki having a five second uh penalty Mm -hmm. on him for forcing joe off the track track. and this was this was in uh the fight for uh p9 Mm -hmm. and you know it was it was turn one and you know yuki forced him wide and joe Mm -hmm. went off the track and you know yuki got penalized for that and it was it was so sad to see Yuki after that race. He looked yeah. just devastated mm-hmm. that he didn't get a point for the team. Because his, his teammate, Nick DeVries, didn't get any points. He was P14. Yeah, and Sonoda was in the points like the whole during the whole course of the race. He was. Well. He honestly deserved it mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the Yeah, if it wasn't beating. for that penalty, he would have gotten points. Yeah, it was... It was tough to see because Alphatari, you know, they're 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 struggling as well. Yeah, and you know, you've got Nick DeVries, a rookie, in the car, mm-hmm. and there's been so many rumors surrounding him and his future with the team. Yeah. But already, yeah, <laughs> and you know, you know, DeVries said, you know, this was a good race for him. Like he he thinks he's been making progress over yeah. the last couple of races, which I think he has. Yeah, I, he's definitely. been getting up there, yeah. and unfortunately, still no points for him. But you know, it's. He'll get there. Yeah, matter of time again, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of rookies, uh, we got Logan Sargent. He's P20 again. Mm-hmm. And this is so tough to see. Yeah. You know, as an American, and he's the only American driver mm-hmm. out there, and, you know, the Williams, it, it's capable of delivering yeah. points finish, as I, we saw with Alex Albon. But, you know, Albon hasn't been doing too much better yeah. either. He was P16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Williams, I think Williams has been struggling honestly the most and they're they they just they just haven't got it and you know the interesting thing when we saw the cars in monaco you know Mm -hmm. the mercedes and the red bull when they crashed they lifted up the car they saw the car's floor the red bull floor compared to the williams floor it's completely completely different yeah like williams is it's it's like completely flat it's like yeah there's not much going on there Mm -hmm. and you know that's obviously probably costing them a lot and you know it's you just see those differences with all these aspects of the car you know there's so many details that you know a lot of people overlook Mm -hmm. and they're like well they really make a big difference yeah they're like well it's 
they've got an engine she could be able to go fast you know things like that but it's all about the aerodynamics yeah it's all about like the design of the car and like you really have to it's it's like down to a science like you have to get everything really right for things to go your way exactly and you know they're they're not too far off the pace but it's still every every tiny second counts every point and you can see how thousandth of a second and you can see how close these cars are to each other during qualifying exactly times so that's why those extra seconds are really really important exactly. vital. that's why it's it, it could be literally the decider between pole and second exactly you know? it, it really is or, or between even q1 q2 q3 you know yeah it's it goes down to the wire as we've seen so many times with qualifying and you know that's that's why i love qualifying like especially with this grand prix we for qualifying we saw it was so jam-packed it was yeah it was a lot going on. It was really exciting. And it's just exhilarating to watch all these cars go around and, you know, try to pull out the fastest lap. And we've got different teams in the mix for top 10, top 5. And we see a lot of heartbreak. We see a lot of, you know, excitement with it. And, you know, that's why qualifying is one of my favorite days of the week. And, you know, minus the race, obviously. Yeah. But And, like, also, like, with that mix-up of the grid for this weekend, we saw... Haas. Yes. In uh, Q3. Yes. Mika which is Hulkenberg. so good. Mika Hulkenberg qualified P8, but with Gasly's penalty, he was moving up to seventh. And that was really strong. Yeah. Yeah. The Haas was looking great yeah. this weekend. And, you know, Nico's just been doing doing great. Yeah. Really strong. Like, yeah. he's been getting into Q3. And, you know, that's, that's, that's really impressive. To see that's really good to see. With him back in the Formula One car, his first year back. Yeah. And, you know, just the way he's been taking that Haas up into the top mm-hmm. 10, really impressive by yeah. him. Yeah, but unfortunately, that did not turn into a top 10 finish. He finished P15 and Madison P18. Yeah, so that was... That's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of disappointment with Formula 1, a lot of happy things, but, you know, all they can do is really take these the things they've learned, the data they've collected, yeah. and just... Try to fight back for the next race, which is the Canadian Grand Prix. Yes. In two weeks. Two weeks time. And, you know, of course, it will be Lance Stroll's home race. Maybe he'll get that first podium yes. of the season. That would be really good or for win. Aston Martin. Or win. first win. Yeah, who knows? We I mean, don't know. Anything can yeah, happen. Anything I mean. can happen, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, last year's winner was Max Verstappen again. We will see um, if Red Bull or Max Verstappen or Sergio can keep that winning streak going exactly what are your predictions for the canadian grand prix what's your podium prediction Ooh. i'd say winner max is happen okay. Like, I, have to, okay. I have to i've i feel like it's kind of given but like we don't know i mean i feel like just with based off of everything this past season so far i think definitely max is happen first um I would love to see Lance Stroll either in either in P two or P three. Okay. And ooh, um, Fernando. All right. Double okay. Aston Martin podium. Okay. Please. All or right. we could even see another uh, Mercedes on the podium again too. Yeah, it's definitely well. possible. Um, yeah, I'd have to go. I'm gonna have to take Max Verstappen again. Yeah. He, I mean, mm-hmm. it. it it's just, you know... It, it, it's that 24-second lead to me. It's... Yeah. <laughs> after this race in Barcelona. Like, that's crazy. Like, 24 seconds, that's more than a pit stop. It really... It's... 
That's a free pit stop. You, you can't go plus wrong. like five seconds. Like that's crazy. Yeah, if you're if you're betting on the Canadian Grand Prix, my advice uh, would Mesh be seven. to uh, yeah, place your bets on Max Verstappen. Um, if you lose money, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I say Max first. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Sergio Perez second. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And. Fernando Alonso third. Yeah. You know, it's, okay. a, it's a classic yeah. podium. Classic podium, It's a new you know? ham bear butt-ass, and, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's been, it's been a, a tradition this season yeah. to see them all on the podium, but, you know, I'd love to see that mix of podiums. That Definitely. Those new people on the podium. Mix of grid, mix of podiums. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's the excitement of it. You know, we saw Definitely. with Esteban, and we saw with Russell and Hamilton both on mm-hmm. the podium, and that's, that's really what I want to see is a mixed up podium, because... I mean, you don't want to hear the same national anthem every time, <laughs> but you know, with Max's, I, I memorized it. I memorized yeah, no, the, da- definitely, the Dutch like, national anthem. Like, like we sing it, like we Austrian, sing it, like we know, like, we know. It, and I'd like to learn a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it could be Fernando's. Maybe it could be, um, I don't know, Lance's. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I mean, everything's up for grabs. Um, definitely going with Max Verstappen, though. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair bet. It, it really is. And, um, you know, we'll just have to see uh, June 16th through the 18th what's going to happen in the Canadian Grand Prix. And we will be back to debrief that race next uh, in the next two weeks. Yes. And come back and see if our predictions are right after yes. the Canadian Grand Prix. Thank you guys so much for listening.